Hey folks, I'm here today to tell you about Visible. Something unfortunate about wireless services, what you see isn't always what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. No perception check required. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. If you're looking for a carrier that is upfront with no hidden fees, then go to Visible.com to make the switch. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save, and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Brian. And I'm William. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons. And today we're covering the Aranese and Bone Devils. Hey, Brian. Hey, Will. How are you doing today? I am good. Good. I am good. Good. That's a lot like I am Groot. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. So that's why I said it twice, because I was like, ooh, it sounded like Groot mm-hmm. right now. It did. I felt the Groot energy. Do I um, look like Vin Diesel? Um, No. You have more hair than him. I have a lot more hair <laughs> than Vin Diesel. It's time to go back to hell. Oh! <laughs> Today we're covering two types of devils. Yes. Uh, double, double delight, if you will. Uh, both of these fiends are quite high uh, in the hierarchy totem pole, and both serve the armies of Beator as officers and elites in the ever-broiling blood war. Uh, but both are quite different from each other in appearance, demeanor, and reputation. Uh, first, we will talk about the Aranese, the most beautiful and striking of all devil kinds. Some Aran yeses. <laughs> yeah. The Aranese are fierce and disciplined warriors. Then we will cover Bone Devils, also known as Ocelifs, the cruel taskmasters of the Nine Hells, driven by hate, lust, and envy. Uh, yes, I love that lust is in here because yeah. they're Bone Devils. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. Uh, yeah. Any questions before we revisit the Western Front of the Blood War? The Western Front of the Blood War, where... Apparently they're boning down. Absolutely they are. And Aaron says yes to that. Is that that was bad. Let's go. Let's go. Take me take me, I swear to God. Take, All me, right. take me beachside and hell. Let's well. get into it. Uh, right. Sweeping down from the skies, bringing swift death to creatures that have wronged their masters or defied the edicts of Asmodeus, the Aranese appear as male or female humanoids with statuesque bills and large feathery wings. Cool. Some are so graceful and elegant that they can easily be mistaken for celestials or angels. That's what I was going to say, but I wanted you to keep reading the notes, and here I am interrupting you anyway. <laughs> it's okay. so true. Go ahead. But upon closer inspection, their glowing red eyes and cruel, dispassionate faces give away their less-than-holy nature. Uh, some Aranese have been reported to have hooved feet or more devilish leathery wings, mm-hmm. but um, that's definitely the exception, not the rule. Most wear stylized armor and horned helms and carry exquisite swords and bows. A few also wield ropes of entanglement to ensnare powerful foes. Okay, I like that. Good rhyme. Did I? Did I, I did rhyme. 
Thank, thank you. You're welcome. Aranese are not only physically stunning, but dangerously capable, highly disciplined, and unfailingly loyal to their lords. When hunting mortal souls, they show both ruthlessness and cunning, exploiting their angelic appearance and tempting those they come across into committing wicked acts. What kind so of wicked acts? So they pretend to be angels yeah. and slowly get the person to compromise in the name of the greater good. But really, they're just turning him evil. Yeah, it's like, are you, you are you an angel? Like, 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 well, like you're an angel, so like, what you're telling me must be the right thing because you couldn't tell me the wrong thing. So of course I'll do it. It's like, are you sure you're an angel? You're a little funny looking. It's like, well, do you know anybody else that moves like this? It's like, ah, oh, no, you know what? I don't. You got me. You got me. <laughs> Legends do tell that the first Aranese were angels that fell from the upper planes because of temptation or misdeeds. Aranese are always willing to take advantage of being mistaken for celestials, celestials in their missions of conquest and corruption. Okay. I mean, that's a cool ace to have up your sleeve. Is like, oh, yeah. Just a fake angel running around. Yeah, you around. just look like an angel. Very cool. So the term Aranese comes from Greek mythology. The Aranese, also known as the Furies, uh, were female chthonic deities. There's that word again, chthonic. 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 Uh, of <laughs> vengeance in ancient Greek religion. An oath in the Iliad invokes them as the Aranese that under earth take vengeance on men, whosoever has sworn a false oath. Oh, Okay. Uh, they live in Erebus and are more ancient than any of the Olympian deities. Their task is to hear complaints brought by mortals against the insolence of the young to the aged, of children to parents, of hosts to guests, and of householders or city councils to supplicants, and to punish sh such crimes by hounding culprits relentlessly. All right. <laughs> back, back to D&D. You, so they just listen to you narc on your folks? Yeah, basically. Much? Okay, okay. And then okay. they punish them for it. Oh, wow. <laughs> in D&D, Aranese are the Furies of the Nine Hells, responsible for bringing infernal justice and vengeful retribution to mortals and devils alike. Donning horn helms and stylized armor, Aranese warriors bring death to those that defy their infernal masters or the orders of Vesmodius himself. As arbiters of justice, they act on behalf of hell and are responsible for tracking down those that break infernal contracts. Okay. Other acts... Uh, others act on the other side of the law, helping to free mortal souls by acting as legal counsel for those that did not receive what they were promised or were forced into making their deals. This sounds like vaguely like the plot of Cuphead. Well, <laughs> going to have to explain. I I know nothing about Cuphead. So, like, in Cuphead, the vein... Spoilers for Cuphead. Spoilers for Cuphead. Let's give everybody a second. Okay, we're going to talk about spoilers for Cuphead now. I didn't even realize there was a story there again. Yeah, so the the main bad guy is Satan. Oh, that's cool. He runs a casino. Yeah, and the 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 pit boss in the casino is King Dice. He's a guy with a fucking D six for a face. Okay, don't mess with King Dice. Okay, don't mess with King Dice. The soundtrack is in, in, incredible, and I've my heard. kid loves it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they go to like I guess Satan is just like making people sign deals to like keep their souls or like get powers when they lose in his casino or that like tracks, okay. you know he's he's making you make he's a deal being with the, the devil you can be making deals with the devil and then not make good on your contract because it seems like satan is confined to the casino in some way even mm -hmm. though he can like come up to the casino floor and walk around and play craps with you mm -hmm. um but he basically they can script cuphead to go like make good on all those contracts by like Go get that contract back. It's like a physical piece of paper. They got to go kill those fools or whatever. Like, this, this is a plot to Cuphead. That's the plot to Cuphead. Okay, so Cuphead is the Aranese? Yeah, except they're good guys. And at the end, they fight and kill Satan. Okay. All right. And we're not <laughs> acting as agents of infernal law. <laughs> 
Aranese are most often waging war against demon kind. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Aranese possess legendary combat prowess. They are often armed with incredible swords and bows, but can expertly wield practically any weapon. Their conventional weaponry includes powerful ropes of entanglement used to entrap powerful opponents and hapless victims alike. They bind their enemies with these ropes before lifting them a great distance up and letting them fall. Yikes. They are also known to use weapons coated in caustic venom. Okay, well, the the the, it sounds a lot more threatening that second thing, uh-huh. but not in this game. Oh yeah, that first thing where you drop people from really high up—that's that shit you gotta yeah, worry about. I guess so. There's only a few people. There's only a few class stuff you know, that can uh, subvert that. In the in the uh, character origins PDF for the new playtest, uh, one of the tieflings is leans the abyssal one leans towards poison. And I can't help but wonder if poison is going to be as useless in the next iteration of the game as it is in this one. I mean, it's super useful from like Early. levels one to five or six, yeah, and yeah. then it stops being useful at all. Right. But will will it be the same in sixth edition? I guess we'll find out. And you do make a point often that like campaigns don't go very far in mm-hmm. levels. So like, is poison really that unbalanced in the late game? Because the late game is like level ten. Yeah. I'm um, okay. I see. I see what you're saying. I mean, it's, yeah. that's table to table. Yeah. Through, uh, through the brutality they inflict on the battlefield, Aranese renew the vigor of their allies, often engaging multiple enemies at once with unbridled rage. Uh, despite their fearsome wrath, Aranese are also tactically adept, coordinating with others of their kind to surround groups of enemies as opposed to merely flanking them. Although Aranese have no qualms about engaging enemies on the ground, they prefer to fight from afar. They normally use their magical abilities first, sowing confusion into those below them before firing their bows. And that's, they just they fight smarter. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Like, they are... Super strong and badass, but they also just fight smarter. Yeah, there's support units that are going out to like, okay, our flank is is getting defeated. Let's go over there and like bolster the the units. Right. That's nice, nice, nice. Aranese have powerful, charming abilities, causing those that they look upon to obey their every whim. Their domination is so complete that the victims are willing to protect their enchantress even at the cost of their own lives and obey their orders without regard for the lives of others. Okay. Uh, The charm can last indefinitely, only fading upon the victim's death or if dispelled by the Aranese, although they can only use it against one individual at a time. Conversely, and Aranese can strike terror into anyone that looks upon them, causing them to flee in panic. This seems super useful, especially mm-hmm. with multiple Aranese. We will see if any of this these lore powers have withstood the homogenization of five E D and D stat blocks. Yeah, the te- the test of time. Let's yeah. see. Let's see what made it on there because that's yeah. powerful charm shit. Like, yeah, you can't really do that. No. Aranese are the only types of devils to have possibly been born rather than made from mortal souls. Unlike most devils that are capable only of siring children, Aranese are capable of carrying them. It is unknown if Aranese gain the ability before or after their descent, but the ability to become pregnant is a reason many refuse promotion. They are protective and cautious parents that hide their young away from the eyes of those that would interfere in their development. There is conflicting lore whether other types of devils can be promoted into Aranese or not. Some sources say it is a reward form for particular devil types who overcome the trials of their existence, such as Abishai. Okay. Uh, Others treat the rank as outside the normal progression of devil kind. Yeah, this seems like an import. This seems like a corrupted angel or Mm -hmm. something like that. Right, So, But maybe not. Maybe it's a manufactured thing. Just depends. Yeah. The relationship between Aranese and other devils is a conflicting combination of admiration and hatred. Having come from celestials as opposed to damned souls, Aranese view themselves as innately superior to other devils, causing a mutual disdain between them and their devil kin. Other devils greatly envy the Aranese, yet at the same time are inspired by their indomitable fury. They're just so badass. <laughs> Feelings of lust and idolization clash with, clash with hostility, so much so that the two groups occasionally disobey their superiors and meet each other in violence. So sometimes they just have to beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> they just can't fucking stand it anymore. Oh, my God. They're like the idols of the battlefield. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. The Aaron Yees are here. Yeah, exactly. I fucking love that shit, dude. Yeah. Let's fight real good more hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Aaron Yees can be promoted to the form of any devil above them or be demoted, depending on their service. While they are most commonly transformed into bone devils, it is possible for them to be turned into pit fiends. In order to become a pit fiend, they have to undergo a terrible process of withstanding the torment of the pit of flame. Do you remember the flames of pleasure and punishment in Phlegethus? Yes, I do. So they have to undergo the torment bit of that for 1,001 days. Oh, there's the one day. Mm -hmm. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. It's back. Yeah. Uh, It's like a promotion, but not a promotion. And they're like, no more babies. Yeah. (laughs) So true. No, don't promote me. (laughs) Please. Favored by Despater for their beauty, skills, and unshakable allegiance, Aranese are probably most commonly found on the layer of Dis. Stygia is a Stygia. I can't remember. You did it right. I did it right. Stygia also possesses a large population of Aranese, with the whole regiment being responsible for protecting Levistus's frozen tomb um, from aerial intrusion. They also enjoy a noble position and noticeable favoritism within Glazia's court, who often provides them targets for corruption, particularly those of the self-righteous faith. Um, of a self-righteous faith, I guess I should say. Hunters are known to stalk the skies of Mount Bolger for intruders without letters of safe passage, often capturing charismatic enemies for Glazia to torture and seduce at her leisure. Fun. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I got. I came up with the rhyme for you. You know the Activia, the yogurt? Mm-hmm. It's like the same mouthfeel as Stygia. Stygia, Activia. You'd be like, the Stygia. Does that help? No. Is this gonna, is it's this gonna, gonna help your brain do the not thing? Not gonna help. <laughs> Plasticity, William. <laughs> Unlike almost all other devils, uh, Aranese are capable of entering the mortal world of their own volition uh, and use this ability to collect mortal, so- mortal souls. The traditional method used to achieve this goal is through seduction, although they are forced to use magic to disguise their wings if they do not attempt to use their celestial heritage as cover. Uh, they enter the mortal world alone, as they are incapable of bringing others with them, and search for mortals that they can lure back to Beator. Only one person can return to hell with them at a time, with inorganic matter being left behind. This forces the victim to try and escape Beator while dangerously under-equipped um, or be turned into a lemur. Oh, man. So you're Nobody naked and in hell. <laughs> and no one wants to be a lemur. Naked and afraid. Naked in and hell. Afraid. In hell. Hell edition. It's like you either you get away, which you're not going to get away, or you get turned into a lemur. So. You think Bear Grylls could get away? Maybe. Possibly. I said I would have drank my own piss, but it evaporated as soon as mm. I as soon as I it and exited my body. Ethos, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when seduction is not sufficient, Aranese have other mes- methods to enrapture mortals, such as offering Faustian bargains or other forms of deals. While Aranese normally lead Battle-focused devils such as bearded devils, legion devils, or chain devils, they also command mortal warriors who willingly sell their souls in exchange for training. So wait, if they can't fuck someone to death, they're going <laughs> to... They'll they'll do the traditional, like, you know, sell your soul for this thing that you want. <laughs> you're saying you're not horny? <laughs> okay, well, I got this, I got this contract. Do you want to read that? Yeah? Okay. This is a really nice pickup truck. You Dope. should sell your soul for it. Yeah, hey, here you go. Here's a um, truck. I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so, for the soul. So any questions about your knees before you tell me about the stat block? My only question is what does this, what's on the stat block? All right, let's find out. I believe, let me guess, challenge rating 11. Oh. Yeah, are they? Oh, it's close. Very okay, close. Nice. Very close. Yeah. I got to say, man, I'm looking at the photo of this Aranees, and I am not turned on. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that has to do with it just being the image of it or what. But I mean, you're not going to be attracted to all things. It's just Yeah, that's true. There's just a lot of sharp objects. 
on this chick? Well, she's a warrior. Yeah, a sexy one, I guess. Right? <laughs> is that the idea here? Uh, the idea They've is got, like, that they are they are beautiful. Thing. They don't have they don't necessarily have the incubus succubus thing going on. Okay, okay. okay. It's just that they they are statuesquely beautiful. They're not like seductively beautiful. I got it. Okay. All right. Please go on. We got a medium fiend. Devil. Lawful <laughs> evil. Armor class is 18. Plate. Not natty. Not natty. Who knows what that they is. They got that good armor. The plate. They got good armor on. It's even going over the wings a little bit. Okay. Not the whole thing. Just I see pieces of, like on the joints. Okay. Good idea. Yeah. Uh, I got 153 hit points here. That's 18d8 plus 72. Sizable. Speed is 30 feet. Can fly 60 feet. We got strength is 18 plus 4, dex 16 plus 3, con 18 plus 4, intelligence 14 plus 2, wisdom 14 plus 2, and charisma 18 plus 4. God, they're very powerful. Very <laughs> powerful. Like a lot of the, like, we've seen the, this kind of stat block in hell before. Yeah, we have. Very strong. Mm-hmm. Saving throws, dexterity plus 7, con plus 8, wisdom plus 6, and charisma plus 8. Fair, also very good. Damage resistances, cold, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks that aren't silvered. Damage immunities, fire, poison. <laughs> Condition immunities, poison. Senses, true sight for 120 feet. Very good. Very powerful. Very cool. Passive perception is 12. Language is infernal and telepathy. Telepathy is also very powerful. Challenge rating 12, as we said earlier, for 8,400 experience points. And the proficiency bonus is a plus four. Now let's get into the other features here. Hellish weapons. The Aaron Yeses, sorry, Aaron Yees, the Aaron Yees. Oh God, Aaron Yeeses, Aaron Yeezys. You know what kind of footwear that is, right? <laughs> Yeezys. I like that. <laughs> the hellish weapons are my Aaron Yeezys. <laughs> I got these from the mortal realm, straight out of Kanye's vault. I swear to God. Uh, their weapon attacks are magical and deal an extra thirteen or three d eight poison damage on a hit. Included in the attacks. Magic resistance. The Aaron Yeezys have <laughs> advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. That is very good. That is very good. Spellcaster can't necessarily be your, your catch-all save in this one. Uh, multi-attack. The Aaron Yeezys throws its Yeezys three times. <laughs> Just kidding. One of them's a longsword. So melee weapon attack is plus eight to hit with reach of five feet on one target. It's going to hit for eight or 1d8 plus four slashing damage or nine 1d10 plus four slashing damage if used with two hands. Plus 13 or 3d8 poison damage. And we got a longbow. A, a short bow wouldn't do. So a ranged no. attack weapon is going to go plus seven to hit. Range of 150 feet. And the long range is 600 feet. That's the disadvantage one. So anything between 151 feet and 600 feet is at disadvantage. But you can do it, I guess, mm-hmm. if you can do it. Mm-hmm. One target is going to be 7 or 1d8 plus 3 piercing damage plus 13 or 3d8 poison damage. And the target must succeed on a DC 14 constitution saving throw or be poisoned. So the, these ladies are much deadlier at range. Number one, they can fly. Yes. Anything with but, a longbow and wings yeah. is scary. But they're, they're three attacks. It. The, all three can be longbow, and their longbow just is better than their longsword because it has that that forced DC save. And they look with so good. similar damage. They look so good with their hyper stylized Crocs on, aka um, Yeezys. <laughs> you know the image here has her with with that rope of entanglement, but I don't see it in the stat block. That is strange. I bet you. I bet you. There's a variant out there. Um, that has it. Um, like but it does key? look like there's a parry action here for melee. I don't know if you want to read that. I was about to read it. Yes. Sorry, go ahead. Um, parry. <laughs> the Aaron Yeezys. 
adds four to its AC against one melee attack that would hit it. To do so, the Aaron Yes must see the attacker and be wielding a melee weapon. Okay, yeah. But they're, they are holding a whip. We've come across this before with Zariel. Uh, what? Do, do you remember? There was, um, there was a... We had... On our Zariel episode, we read an outdated stat block. And there was a conflict with, like, the imagery and what they can oh, do and okay. the abilities. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Ernie's rope variant. Rope variant. Got the rope variant, guys. Can I t- Can I just type that in? Uh, you might. Rope. I have it here if you want me to read it. I want to read it. Okay. I'll give you a minute. I want to read it. Oh, there it is. Rope variant. Rope trick. Okay, we got the rope variant. It's the same exact image. <laughs> uh, and as far as I can tell, all the stats are the, exactly the same, except here's the rope of entanglement. Yep, they're all pretty much exactly the same. Yeah. Not pretty much. They yeah. are exactly the same. Yeah, it's just it, this one has a rope of entanglement. Rope of entanglement. Some areas can carry a rope of entanglement detailed in the Dungeon Master's Guide. We call that the G- DMG in the biz, baby. Mm-hmm. When such an Arrhenius uses its multi-attack, the Arrhenius can use the rope in place of its two attacks. Let's look up the rope of entanglement. I, I got it right here. Oh, I'm shit. Right okay, you ready? You can, fine. The rope is 30 feet long and weighs three pounds. If you hold one end of the rope and you use an action to speak its command word, the other end darts forward to entangle a creature you can see within 20 feet of you. Target must succeed on a DC 15 dexterity saving throw or become restrained. You can release the creature by using a bonus action to speak a second command. The tar- a target restrained by the rope can use an action to make a DC 15 strength or dex check. On a success, the creature is no longer restrained by the rope. The rope has an AC of 20 and 20 hit points. It regains one hit point every five minutes as long as it has at least one hit point. If the rope drops to zero, it's destroyed. Okay. So yeah, it's just a quick grab this person, stab that person, fly up. Just a classic quick grab and stab. Yeah, absolutely. Um, any questions about the Aaron E's before we take a short rest? Hell no. Let's do it. <laughs> get it? I said hell. I get it. I get it. Short rest. Though. Short rest. Shout out to Team Agoka. Shout out to, shout out to, shout out to Team Agoka. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Team Agoka. Shout out to, shout out to. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify is great. They're taking businesses of all sizes, cradling them in their arms, to help them grow by giving them the tools they need. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success at every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast.
Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. We've returned. Indeed we have. We are back, and if you want to have our back, you can get on patreon.com slash the dungeon cast and, <laughs> and back us. Yeah, um, absolutely. Leave a leave a buck, and you can get in on these polls. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Or like le- the co- for the cost of some coffee, my guys, you can get in there and do some stuff. Sorry, that's like a, my, my everybody's. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> my bros, my my everybody's. I don't know. I'm gonna call. It, I've been. What do I call these people? You know, how Lady Gaga calls her her homies monsters or whatever. My Is that a thing she does? Yeah. On Twitter. Why does Lady Gaga come up on two episodes? Of- <laughs> I don't know. I just think she's really cool. <laughs> she is. She's very impressive. She's really cool. She's she calls her stuff. fans monsters. That was a very early Lady Gaga thing on Twitter. Like, good okay. morning, my little monsters, or whatever the fuck. I, I don't. I don't want to refer to our audience in a belittling manner. That feels very belittling. Well, because she's the monster. Like, we're yeah. all monsters. Yeah. She's like one of it was one of her songs. It's like yeah. a playoff for music. But she's also but, referring to them as if they are hers. They belong to her. My little. Mon- I don't know. She's Lady Gaga. She I don't can know, whatever man. she wants. But I, I like the idea. I was, yeah. I've been thinking about it. Like, do we call them the crawlers? What's up, crawlers? Like the little dungeon crawlers? <laughs> I'm not calling them that. What's up, you cool cats and crawlers? Maybe it'll be a short rest thing. Like we come back from the short rest, and I call you guys cool Something cats. Something different crawlers. every time. Let me that? let me know what you all want to be called, and yeah, I'll call you that. Let's go with that. Let's talk about bone devils. Ooh, do they fuck? <laughs> they don't. But they're called bone devils. They're also known as ocelifs. Okay. Uh, and man, are these things scary? <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Pull up an image now. <laughs> do it, coward. <laughs> I'll right. wait for you to pull up uh, an okay. image. Sounds good. What's up, my little bone devils? <laughs> oh, no. How are you ocelots today? Uh, I got the summoner variant. Is that the one we should be going I with? I mean, it's I'm probably sure the, the same image. The same. Oh, my God. Not only do they look scary, but they are scary. These ain't your dad's butterflies. <laughs> the taskmasters and interrogators of the Nine Hells, bone devils act as law enforcement amongst their kind. Oh, absolutely. The Obey very, the law for this guy. Yeah, the very presence of the skeletal sleuths inspires dread due to their love of inf- inf- inflicting pain and mental suffering on both mortals and devils alike. Wait, are these your dad's butterflies? How old are these bone devils? Have they been around in the game for a long yeah, time? Yeah, for a very long time. Yeah, why? These are your dad's. I said these aren't your dad's butterflies, I mean, but, but I think they, they are. I guess they are, yeah. They a bone like, devil appears yeah. as a humanoid husk with dried skin stretched tight across a skeletal flame, flame frame. It bears a fearsome skull-like head and the tail of a scorpion, and a foul odor of decay hangs in the air around it. They stand roughly 9 to 9.5 feet. Or 2.7 to 2.9 meters. And weigh on average 500 pounds. That's 230 kilograms, folks. <laughs> Though they are devastating in combat with their claws, bone devils also wield hook, 
hook pole, hooked pole arms made of bone. Oh, gross. Which they used to subdue enemies before striking them with their venomous tails. It's fucking Kimi Maru's flying dog. Do you remember Kimi Maru from the original the bone, Naruto? The bone yeah, bone yeah, guy. Yeah, bone guy. Yeah, iconic, yeah. really. <laughs> yeah, sure. Anything else? Nope. nope. <laughs> uh, Ozilus are malicious sadists that revel in the pain of lesser creatures, yet still exercise a patient vigilance and cunning. They are almost entirely driven by a diverse array of negative emotions, including lust, jealousy, hatred, and fury toward all other beings. They set weaker devils to work, taking special delight in seeing fiends that defy them demoted. At the same time, they long for promotion and are bitterly envious of their superiors, attempting to curry favor, though it irks them to do so. Mm. They are expected to show absolute adherence to the tenets of devil morality and to the will of their masters, with most being fanatically loyal or at very least obedient, and encourage other devils to show similar levels of viciousness and zeal. Have you seen those How Am I Feeling Today charts, like the little magnets, and you can like put your like avatar over one of the emotions no. to like help you like align how you're actually feeling for the day and maybe make a decision to change it if you oh, want. Okay, interesting. Like <laughs> so it'll have a wide uh, range of emotions on sure, it. Sure, you know? yeah. These yeah. ones just have all the ones that you fucking listed. It's maxed like, out. It's just like fury. <laughs> yep, that's <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Time to leave the house. Absolutely. The function of the Bone Devils is similar to that of a police force, specifically a moral police force, as they're responsible for rooting out the decay of infernal virtues within Beator. Um, when they're talking about it, it's mostly the laws. Like, anyone slipping on that law chaos scale, they're, yeah. they're going to get the bones. Like, what laws do you break in hell that get the Bone Devils on you? Are um, you, like, uh, like... Defying your... your um, Commanding officers is probably the first and foremost one that I can think of. Yeah, like, okay, not obeying orders yeah. is a good one because you don't always want to do what your pissed off boss is trying to tell you to do yeah. all the time. It might involve yeah. your destruction. Yeah. And then, or actively defying them, in a way that, defying them in a way that breaks the law. Or like, if there's a particular law. Okay, yeah. Law. Um, Smuggling souls. Like, hoarding um, souls. Yeah, for I can see that. Also, just undermining the war effort would be a big one as well. Yeah, like, you don't want to do that shit today. So. Like, yeah, you're trying to yeah. convince everybody else not to sure. go to. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we got to not go together. <laughs> okay, we got to unionize, guys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're definitely. If there's like a, a union, uh, they're union busters for sure. <laughs> oh, they're fuck. definitely union busters. They're fucking assholes. Yeah, you hear that? Uh, we're making comparisons to union busters being living in hell. Yep. Yeah, being from hell mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. liking it there. Yeah, because they're from hell. Yep. Are you listening, corporate America? <laughs> they monitor the other activities of devils, vigilantly reporting their activities, ensuring their obedience. Their role as taskmasters is taken extremely seriously, as they constantly seek to inspire other devils to uphold the ideals of lawful evil through brutal disciplinary action and severe motivational techniques. These guys are the ultimate corporate goons. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They really are. Um, Bone devils mostly congregate on the lower circles of hell, especially Stygia. And also make Good up. Job. Thank you. Also make up the bulk of Ma Maman's personal servants. They often roam the layers of hell, occasionally grouping together as inquisitors to exterminate heresy and force hesitant devils into battle. Uh, they bring to the mortal realms uh, under the, the, when brought to the mortal realms under the command of dictators and tyrants. Their talent for spotting disloyalty and incompetence in even small amounts is abundantly clear. Oh, right. So, on. like, if a evil king makes a deal with, you know, the forces of hell, they might send him a bone devil in disguise to help root out, like, you know, the disloyalty or the the the, the rebellion. 
Yeah, yeah. they can sniff that shit out mm-hmm. easy. All right. As the only devil type with authority over those of higher rank, Ocelots are also amongst the most hated. If through whatever horrific interrogation methods at their disposal, Bone Devil finds another devil guilty of breaking infernal law, they have permission to send the offender to the pit of flame on Phlegethos. Once sent there, the offender will experience an agonizing infernal, the agonizing infernal energies of the pit for 101 days before being returned to their former former positions, having presumably learned their lessons. It's the ultimate narc. So they could do this to even devils above their station. Yeah, like you, if in the name of narkship you can transcend your boundaries. Absolutely. Damn. If, however, the criminal attempts to kill an Ocelith and is caught, a much more frightening punishment is enacted. Than the flames of Phlegethos? Yes. The attempted killer is transformed into a Lemur and branded with a mark denoting that they are never to be promoted again. You have a bad name, and you always will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As And such Lemurs are, not only are can they never be promoted, which is a terrible fate, um, they are hated by all other devil kind. Yeah, you're carrying like a badge of shame on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, to like to be stuck in a Lemur form, which is a miserable form. Right. And ambition is like a sign of, of um, yeah, what they are. Like this it's it's this is this is a really bad fate. This yeah. is a fate worse than death, I think that they would they would agree to that. Okay. Ozoliths are believed to be the agents of the pit fiends as their disciplinary jurisdiction over higher ranking devils stops with them. Mm. So there is a limit. Okay. Many Ozoliths who have had exceeding uh, success their jobs and responsibilities will have the opportunity to be promoted. Okay, yay. Often the next step for an Ocelith is a devil called an Amnizu. Amnizu are powerful devils primarily responsible for protecting the river Styx. Like the sinister depths of Styx itself, they can drain the memories of those that they touch to induce amnesia. Um, I'm sure you remember Elop Ball. Yes, D&D I do. Chainer, Super Quest he, Saga. He Check was... out Super Quest Saga, a D and D sci-fi space campaign yeah, where they go to, go to hell. They go to space hell. Space hell. <laughs> um, the final, final, final frontier. <laughs> he was. Uh, he was an Amnesu. Okay. Um, yeah, he was scary as fuck. Yeah, he was. All Bone Devils long for Riverside job. Absolutely. Well, but maybe they don't. We'll we'll talk about it Ooh. right here. When Ozolith is promoted to an Amnesu, it undergoes a process that is potentially lethal. Oh. The process consists of racking, drawing, and quartering. Now, I'm sure you've heard the uh, the term of drawing and quartering, but do you know what that actually is? N- no, I actually am unfamiliar with this probably mostly. So drawing and quartering is a really old, gruesome execution method where I think it originated in England. Uh, where they would take a criminal and they would tie ropes to the arms and legs of said criminal, yeah, and then tie the other ends of said ropes to horses. Okay, and yeah. then they would quarter the person. I see. Yes. Yeah, I have seen that. When, well, not in real life. In books, <laughs> yeah, I've been told about that. When the bone devil is quartered, it loses its limbs, but new, smaller ones regrow. <laughs> <laughs> Once every limb is gone and replaced with a smaller one, the skin of the face is peeled to create a cowl. That the would-be Amnizu has to remove through willpower alone, lest they die. What? Surviving okay. this means finishing the transformation to a higher form. Wait a second. <laughs> the skin of the face is peeled to create a cowl that would that the would-be Amnizu has to. So basically, we're gonna we're gonna like peel the skin off your face, and then you've got to peel off the rest of your face. We're, we're going to start it for you? Is that what's going on? The, it's a, that's a great question, Brian, because that sounds about right. I'm peeling the sides. They're, like, talking you through it like, it's a mask. Get it off. He's like, it hurts. He's like, you got to fucking do it fast yeah. like a Band-Aid, bro. <laughs> a lot of bone devils die in this process. <laughs> 
If they don't rip their face off, they die. Yeah, rip exactly. Your fa- that's what I'm getting. Rip here. off your face or die. Rip off your face or die. I can't. Then die. <laughs> so the Bone Devil stat block in Five E is pretty boring. Oh, especially for a higher CR level creature, CR nine. Yeah, especially uh, after you read me that last paragraph. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in previous editions, Ocelots were capable of exuding an aura of fear within five feet. I don't know what Five E has against auras. They need more of them. They have almost none of them. It's too late. I guess so. It's over. Sixth edition it yeah, is Yeah, start then. talking to them about, start doing surveys, bro. Uh, just, more no matter, auras. No matter what, the playtest is more auras. More auras. Where's the aura? <laughs> this playtest is about skills. More auras. The Lucky Feet doesn't have any auras. What the fuck? <laughs> um, radius of themselves to send their foes panic, uh, running into panic. Their other innately magical abilities allowed them to fly. You know, you've seen they do have wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Turn themselves mm-hmm. invisible, cast powerful illusions, and create walls of ice. They sadly have none of these in the 5e Monster Manual stat block, but as a DM, this is an easy fix. Yes, it is. You just, like, fucking make them fly. (laughs) Also, in the image I'm seeing, their wings are bad. These are bad wings. These are like Scyther's wings. Yeah, and Scyther can fly. Well, so can this. Yeah, absolutely. Not in 5e. Yeah, this is basically like a a Devil Scyther. Devil Scyther. Devil Scorpion Scyther. Yeah, driven into, is there, there's got to be a Pokemon with a stinger, right? Uh, yeah, Drapion. Drapion. It's a dra- It's a Drapion Scyther hybrid. It's a mix-up. Yeah. Hey, do you do you hate what you are? Rip <laughs> off your own face. <laughs> do it. That's the equivalent of the trade-off. Let me get you started here. Also, also, I'm gonna have to fucking remove your arms first so you can grow some tiny T-Rex ones in its place. <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah, cool promotion. <laughs> Driven into combat by ruthless rage, Bone Devils violently lash out with tooth and claw, surrounding themselves with terror to keep their enemies from fighting back. Although capable of fighting unarmed, they often wield hooked pole arms constructed from bones to ensnare and wound their foes. The stock monster manual stat block does not have a pole arm, but I did find a pole arm wielding variant on D&D Beyond. You should probably look that one up. Yeah, I'm on the summoner variant right now. Well, I don't even know about that one. Once their opponent's bodies are strained and their resolve shattered, a bone devil will fully subdue them with their tail venom. Mm. Unless you're high level. What? Um, <laughs> Here's the polearm. So there's a summoner and polearm variant, and then it looks like there was a standard one. I guess do the polearm variant. Well, since we started there, yeah. Um, they look identical. Let me just like double check that real quick. Yeah, this this pretty much looks identical to me. Mm, yeah. Okay. Let's start with the the polearm variant. So oh, we got okay. a bone devil polearm variant, large fiend devil, lawful evil, armor class is nineteen natty. Ooh, got a, nice. It's natural armor. Yeah. Uh, we got one hundred and forty two HP. That's going to translate to fifteen d ten plus sixty. Speed is forty feet of walking and flying. Strength is eighteen plus four. Dex is sixteen plus three. Con is eighteen plus four. Intelligence is thirteen plus one. Wisdom is 14 plus 2. Their wisdom is just high enough to not want to rip their face off. Charisma <laughs> is 16 plus 3. Uh, we got saving throws, intelligence plus 5, wisdom plus 6, charisma plus 7. Um, did you have a guess at the CR for this? So, you know, in, in the lore, canonically, they are higher than the Aranees. But um, when I looked it up when I was doing the research for this one, I saw that it was lower. Yeah. So, yeah. ranking-wise, they're higher up because they have that important NARC job. But yeah. But power-wise, it you know, seems like a downgrade. Narking is a talking thing. It is. It's true. <laughs> Although looking at this creature, you wouldn't think that its main skill was uh, interrogation. Well, it's got that Pennywise smile going on. 
Yeah. And Pennywise was getting kids in that sewer. That's so true. Maybe it's charisma sixteen plus three, so it's got it's got some it's got something to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, intelligence plus five, wisdom plus six, charisma plus seven for the saving throws, De- skills deception plus seven, insight plus six. We got damage resistances for cold. Bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage from non-magical attacks that are not silvered. Damage immunities, fire, and poison. Condition immunities, poisoned, normal shit. Senses, dark vision, 120 feet. Passive perception is 12. Languages, infernal and telepathy at 120 foot range. Challenge rating is 9 or 5,000 experience points. Proficiency bonus is plus 4. Somewhat comparable to the Aaron Yes that we just covered, but slightly weaker, it would Mm -hmm. seem. Mm-hmm. What was the AC on the Aaron? Yes, I forgot already. I think it was, uh, it 18. was 18, but this not natural. Yeah, that was plated. All right, we got Devil Sight. Magical darkness doesn't impede the devil's dark vision. Very cool. Magic resistance. The devil has advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. We got a multi attack here. This devil makes two attacks one with its hooked polearm and one with its sting. Hooked polearm is going to be a melee weapon attack plus eight to hit, reach 10 feet, one target. It's going to hit for 17 or 2d12 plus four piercing damage. I like the d12s. Yes. Uh, if the target is a huge or smaller creature, it is grappled. Escape DC is 14. Until the, this grapple ends, the devil can't use its polearm on another target. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Claw is the next um, action here. Melee weapon attack is going to do plus eight to hit, reach of 10 feet, one target. It's going to hit for eight or 1d8 plus four slashing damage. And then we have the sting. It's a melee weapon attack, plus eight to hit. I don't know any anything about the band sting, or I'd make a joke here. Well, the, well, I'll do one thing. Sting isn't a band. He's a person. He was in right. the band, See, the police. This is why, <laughs> fuck, man. This is I shouldn't have said anything. He did the soundtrack to Disney's Tarzan. Disney what? Disney's Tarzan. Tarzan. Yeah, yeah. He did the whole soundtrack. He was re- it was really good. Disney's Tarzan? Is yeah. that different from the movie Tarzan that Phil Collins did? Oh wait, was it Phil Collins? No, it was Phil Sting. Collins, bro. It was Sting. Oh, I'm looking this oh, up. Oh, Google that shit. Yeah. I got you on this okay. one, bro. That you shit might. was Phil fucking Collins. Tarzan snacks. Disney. I wonder if Sting was involved. I thought it was Sting. Was the, it for the was whole it? thing? Yeah, that's what I thought. Are we thinking about the same Tarzan? No, you're right. It's Phil Collins. How Maybe. do you not know this? I thought it was Sting. I don't know. Jake would be I, so not re- disappointed. I'm not really fans of either. Okay. <laughs> either I, you're person. not a fan of Phil Collins? No, not really. Phil Collins is so talented. I mean, a lot of people seem to like him. Yeah, I mean, that, the Tarzan <laughs> soundtrack slaps. I do like the Tarzan soundtrack, but I don't I don't really listen It'll to any other Phil Collins. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And you're right, it is Phil Collins. Uh, so what did Sting do the soundtrack to? Because I know it was something. It that sounds was like he animated. did the soundtrack to some of the Sting. records for the police. Contract? Well, yeah, <laughs> definitely did that. Roxanne. Is that Sting? Uh, yeah, but not in that voice. That you're thinking Moulin Rouge. Fucking, I did a hybrid. Yeah, Roxanne. It's it's more just like higher. It's like it's not like Roxanne. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> fucking love that song it's a good song i'm sting adjacent i just don't know any lore i don't know any sting lore you got any sting lore uh i got nothing because apparently i didn't even know who the fuck he was so you know what'll be in your heart the stinger <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and we've crossed barriers we That's have. multiple grabs for one joke <laughs> based off of this segment yeah. Anyway, it's a melee weapon attack that does plus 8 to hit with a reach of 10 feet on one target. It's going to hit for 13 or 2d8 plus 4 piercing damage plus 17, 5, d6 poison damage. And the target must succeed on a DC 14 constitution saving throw or become poisoned for one minute. The target can repeat the saving throw at the end of its turns, ending the effect on itself on a success. Now, it's very rare that poison damage results in somebody being poisoned. 
which I think is weird. It is it is a little strange, for and sure. Poisoned is a really cool affliction to put on your players at the early levels because it grants disadvantage on ability checks and mm -hmm. attack rolls. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Sorry, Excuse I'm me. looking up the discography of Sting right now. As well you should be. I will go into the summoner variant. So pretty much we have all the same stuff. Um, but instead of that polearm, we have summon devil once a day. The devil chooses what to summon and attempts a magical summoning. A bone devil has a 40% chance of summoning 2d6 spine devils or one bone devil. Okay, that's interesting because like in the older editions of D&D, all devils could summon... All fiends could summon fiends of lesser kind. Like no, nice. Yeah. So like, it, that's interesting that this is like a variant. They do like a quick ritual where they like stab their hand. Yeah, like exactly. Portal opens up on the ground. Yeah. Nice. A summoned devil appears in an unoccupied space within sixty feet of its summoner, acts as an ally of its summoner, and can't summon other devils. It remains for okay. So the summoned devil can't like, <clears throat> they can't just summon a chain of devils all the way down to the bottom one. No, they have to choose. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, but I, I this is the only thing I can think of that got me confused is that Sting did do a single that was a big part of the Emperor's New Groove soundtrack. Oh. So that's all I got. Go ahead. I love the Emperor's New Groove. It's a great movie. That's my that's in my top five favorite. So maybe that's where I got confused. Both both take place in the jungle. Both are made by Disney. Hey man. That's all I got. I'm not gonna hold this one against all right. you. I don't fuck I barely knew who Sting was and I love the police. <laughs> so the band, not the Entity. I don't really care for either, but <laughs> go ahead. Uh, those devils are going to remain for one minute until it or its summoner dies or until uh, its summoner tells it to go away as an action. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think of the bone devil? It's fucking looks like a bone, but it's it does have skin stretched over it, which is confusing. Yeah, I um, I think they're one of my favorite like devil types. I love bone devils. I think they're they're fucking terrifying. Yeah, and you get you have these cool long arms and legs, and if they rip those off, it would be a lot harder to get your face off. With maybe they give you little weak hands, and that's why it's hard to rip your face <laughs> they're off. They're still growing. Yeah, they're like maybe. little tiny T Rex hands. But without... it says through sheer willpower, so to me that means they have to mentally <laughs> they have to flex their face muscles until the skin pops off. Their arms can't reach anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Let's maybe take a long have... rest. <laughs> okay. Long rest. Hey everybody, welcome to the long rest. This is the part of the episode where we're going to keep our faces on. <laughs> Hopefully. Through definitely. sheer mental willpower, yeah. my face will remain attached. Indeed it shall. <clears throat> my arms are normal, my yeah. legs are normal, and it's mm -hmm. all thanks to you, patrons. Yes, it is. Thank yeah. you guys. Thank you guys. If you guys want to support us, the single best way to do so is to do what these people have done that we're going to announce next. And go to patreon.com slash the dungeon cast and leave us a little monthly sub or a yearly one. I kind of forgot that we were had yearly stuff as an option on there. And oh, I, I enabled that a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, Why isn't this enabled? Yeah, good yeah. job, because yeah. uh, right. a bunch of people came on to do that. So mm -hmm. thank you, guys. That's really touching that you're willing to support us for, like, the whole year. That's fucking awesome. Yes, like, indeed. Thank Patreon so does much. have that one little hiccup where it's like, you don't have to stay there. And we appreciate people that come in for, like, a month or two and go. But when you're trying to, like, you know, live your life and, like, have your income be fed from stuff like this, uh, you can't solely rely on one thing. You have yeah. to rely on lots of different incomes to supplement yeah. you. That's true. Um, but like people that like go in there for the year, they're you're not only supporting us monetarily, you're giving us that comfort of like, okay, we know for the year that we're good for these people, and like mm -hmm. that that means a lot. So indeed, it does. Thank you. Um, 
Uh, so anybody that's annual, we got to come up with a new little jingle or whatever fucking thing for them. Cause, I guess like, so. No matter what tiers, they're going to get two little thingies. <laughs> uh, we'll try and figure it out as we go on the fly. All right. And then there are some uh, monetary values, values in here because people from all over the world that listen to the Dungeon Cast have decided to support us. And I don't know all of the monies in the world. Um, so I don't know exactly I'm what tier you're at because I didn't translate that. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't uh, convert. Um, you know, when we get the email, it tells us like what where, what money's got mm-hmm. used. So yeah, it is what it is. Okay. Uh, so yeah, let's let's start it. These are your shout outs. Get ready for action. <clears throat> get ready for love. We got Blade. Thank you, Blade. That's B L A I D D. Blade. Oh, that's Blythe. Blythe. Yeah, that, I think that would be um, what's what's the thing that isn't Irish or English, but it's on the same goddamn island. Scottish? Um, no, not that one. There's a fourth. Welsh. Welsh? Welsh oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Welsh. Welsh. Yeah. Thank you, Welsh. <laughs> Thank you, Blythe. Thank you, Blythe. Uh, woo! Woo! <laughs> Sorry, my voice cracked. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Davis. Thank you, Laura. Woo! Woo! <laughs> oh, here he is. The Last Mile. The Last Mile. Thank you. Thank you, The Last Mile. You got your own special <laughs> shout out because you deserve it uh, an episode ago. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, this is the last mile? The last mile. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Why do you make me do this? Lean in. Dimitri Shaparov. Thank you, Dimitri. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I'll accept that. Okay, cool. That's very on brand. Jack Dental. Thank you, Jack. What do we do for the lower tiers? I don't I just know the woo and the beep, 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 beep. Okay, yeah. You get a thank you. Yeah. And we uh we might like Jack Dental. I think Dent- you say it twice. Jack Dental. Yeah, thank you, Jack Dental. Thank you, Jack. Uh, we got annual subscriber Brady Roos. Thank you, annual subscriber Brady. Brady Roos. 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 Thank you, Brady. R o o s e. Roos. It could be Rouse. Rouse. Brady Rouse. Thank you. Thank you, Brady. Covandon. Thank you, Covandon. Thank you, Covandon. Thank you, Covandon. Thank you, Covandon. Dominic. Lanceau. Thank you, Dominic. Help me out here, man. It's L-A-N-C-I-A-U-X. Hold on, I gotta look. Lanceau's? Lances? Oh, man. I don't I don't know. Lankiox. I don't think it's Lanceau, though. Le- so would be like E-A-U-X. Maybe it's Lansois. <laughs> Thank you, Dominic. Lansois. Thank you. Woo! Woo! <laughs> uh, oh. Thank you, I too am no one. Thank you, I too am no one. Uh, Italise Diaz, I'm pretty sure. Thank you, Italise. I think that's how you say that. Okay. I don't know. Thank you, Italise. Thank you. Sorry, I hope that's how you say your name. Uh, John. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Uh, Olivier Leduc. Thank you, Olivier. Thank you, Olivier. Uh, Ben Presley. Thank you, Ben. Woo! 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 We got Rosewood. Thank you, Rosewood. My favorite wood. My favorite fretboard wood. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I had a Rosewood pick one time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, for a while. I yeah. bought it in San Francisco at a very niche music shop. I bet you did. It was behind the, it's behind some coffee place and where the Ghirardelli stuff is. Mm, uh, whatever. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten today. Ah, fuck, Clint Myers. Clint Myers... Oh my god, dude! 
Thank you, Clint Myers. <laughs> okay, uh, you do a do a. Oh my god! No, it's crazy. You killed a cat. Thank you. No, you killed a cat with your donation. No, people are gonna want to do that. You can't say that. That didn't happen. <laughs> you just rezzed a cat. Yeah, absolutely. That's some diamond level shit, been man. been reanimated. Hey, uh, Clint. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Hey, dude. Thanks. Shit, Clint. Fuck. <laughs> Thank you. I guess we'll just curse a bunch when the money looks extreme <laughs> for the monthly sub. Thank you, Clint. Wow. Get the bonus stuff, man. Thank you. Uh, Rob Legif? Rob Legif. It's L-J-I-F-F. Rob Legif. It, it's the first name Rob? Rob. Thank you, Rob. Rob Legif. Thank you, Rob Legif. We got Chad. Oh, Chad O. Oh, God. Brihim. Brihim? B R Y H I M. Brihim. Okay. Brim? Chad O. Brim? Brim. Chad O. Brim. Thank you, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, Squid. Thank you, Squid. Thanks, Squid. <clears throat> uh, Marcaeus. Annual subscriber Marcaeus. Thank you, annual Thank you, subscriber, annual Marcaeus. subscriber Marcaeus. Appreciate that. Um, Caleb Smith. Thank you, Caleb. Caleb Smith. That's a name I've heard before. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Kevin Coiner. Thank you, Kevin. And that's with a Y, not an I. Okay. So not like the money thing. Yeah. But they did do a money thing. <laughs> they did. They Thanks did. for the money thing, yeah. Kevin. And then we got K Riz. Thank you, K Riz. Ooh, an annual subscriber, K Riz. Annual subscriber, K Riz. I'm just going to give you. you some woos, I think. Woo! Woo! Something like that. I mean, we're already giving we're giving them like a title. I feel like annual subscriber is like a title. It's true. And it it is. Annual subscriber is a title. Thank you, <laughs> annual subscriber, K Riz. Uh, we got Tyziel. Thank you, Tyziel. Thanks, Tyziel. We got Jordan Hostetter. Thank Host- you, jo- Hostetter. Thank you, Jordan. Uh, annual subscriber Jordan Hoster. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> sir, excuse me. Annual subscriber Jordan Hoster is in the house. Thank you, annual subscriber Thank Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. Uh, we got Balint. Thank you, Balint. Or is it Balint? Mm. It's got the thing over the A. I, I, I got to look. <laughs> you know you can pull this up. I have no idea. <laughs> See, and I don't know, like, they, H-U-F. H-U-F. You know, I don't know what money that is. Hungarian. Hungarian money? I think. I think it's Hungarian. Okay. Thank you, Balin. Uh, We got Christopher Everback. Everbach. Thank you, Christopher. Oh, yeah. I've seen Christopher before. Okay. And then we got Extra Apple. Thank you, Extra Apple. Thanks, Extra Apple. It's always good. Weapons Great Shenanigans. Thank you, Weapons Grade Shenanigans. Thanks, Weapons Grade Shenanigans. Scott McNary. Thank you, Scott. Annual subscriber, Scott McNary. Thank you, annual subscriber, Thank Scott. Thank you, annual subscriber, Scott. Gillian Romero, or is it Jillian? It's, I think, uh, common problem on the either. show. Come it here. Is, it is. You say Jillian, I'll oh, say Gillian. Oh, shit, annual subscriber. Gi- yeah, you. I'll say Gillian. And I'll say Jill- Gillian. And you'll say Jillian? Yeah, sure. Okay. Thank you, annual subscriber, Am I saying Gillian? You, whichever one you want, man. I got you Thank covered. you, annual subscriber Jillian Romero. Thank you, annual subscriber Gillian. This re-up money is crazy, Jill. Dude. Purse, you, you. Okay, let's do some brampers. 
You just start me out. All right. But it was just fireworks. Yeah. Okay. Get it all. No cat was killed in this celebration. Michael from German, former Earth-drawn playwer, and now big fan of D&D and the Dungeon Cast. Say it again? Thank you, Michael from German, former Earth- It should be Germany, right? That's got to be a typo. It's got to be a typo. But I'm pretty sure this I'm is copy paste. This is copy pasted from what they typed. Uh, it's got to be a typo. I mean, I yeah, I, I can't assume Patreon. that. Patreon.com. I'm going to Patreon. Have a good Patreon. Uh, well, thank you, Michael. <laughs> thank you, Michael. From, from Germany, I'm, former I'm, Earth I'm, Dawn I'm, player. I'm trying to now, defend your name, Michael. Well, player, I, player is misspelled as well with a typo. So I don't think they intended to do that. Maybe it was just like fast. Could be, could be. Hold on. It's loading. It's loading. It's loading. Should I think yeah, I Plum Dog? Michael, Michael Heinrich. Thank you, Michael. Oh. It's loading. It's loading. Should I thank Plum Dog Millionaire? Yeah, go go for it. Thank you, Plum Dog Millionaire. Thank you, Plum Dog Millionaire. That's a cool name. Uh, thank you, Delta Echo. Thank you, Delta Echo. Wow, it's it's really loading. Oh, so powerful. Benjamin Powell. Thank you, Thank Benjamin. you, Benjamin Powell. Thank you, Benjamin. <laughs> 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 you guys fucking rule. You serious, man? Like a lot yeah, we, we talked about this last episode. Like we're demonetized on YouTube. That video came out on YouTube. Yeah, no, that, it was a typo. It was a typo. Okay. Michael says um, can you please shout me out as Michael from Germany, former Earth Dawn player and now a big fan of D&D and the Dungeon Cast. Oh, okay, cool. Got it right, Michael. Thank you. Uh, sorry about that, Michael. Thank you. Uh, but we're talking about Benjamin Powell right now, too, who did a crazy donation. Thank so. you, Benjamin Powell. And I see you're having trouble uh, accessing the FBAT stuff. We will get in there and figure that out for you, man. It's totally. Don't put his business out there right there. <laughs> it's All our right. business. we got to fix it for him. I mean, it is our business. <laughs> We have annual subscriber Alex Chumley. Thank you, Alex. Chumley. Thank, thank you, Alex. <laughs> thanks, Alex. Uh, yeah, thanks, Alex. We got Linus Hogg. Thank you, Linus. Woo! Woo! Uh, we got Wes Harvin the second. Thank you, Wes. And we also have Jason. Hughes, and that's not just any Jason Hughes, but annual subscriber Jason Hughes. Annual subscriber Jason Hughes. Annual Thank you. subscriber Jason Hughes. Thank you. Charles J. Flanagan. Thank you, Charles. Thank you, Charles J. Flanagan. Thank you. We got Tyler Perks. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you, Tyler. Now they're getting perks, like early episodes <laughs> and show notes. Maybe it's Perkies. I doubt it's Perkies. It's probably just Perks. There's that extra E on there, though. Thank you, Tyler. Uh, we had some direct donations, which is not something we typically advertise, but you can do that. It's just like linked to our PayPal. So if you just want to like not deal with Patreon, which I, I understand. I get that. Um, and support us like direct, direct like that, you totally can. And we super appreciate it. Um, if that's what you want to do and that, that's, that's all up to you. We also have like an Amazon wish list with minis on it that we can like throw out in front for the YouTube video. But like we said, we were having some issues with YouTube. I do like yeah. minis though. And if you do want to buy me stuff, I'm not going to say no. And we do have a PO box, which is down below. If you want to send me stuff, I'll talk about it on the show with my good buddy, William, who also does the show. I, I also, think you I know I also him. do do the show. Yeah. 
Uh, he said doo-doo. Anyway, we got Marcus Tavetin. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, hmm. We'll, we'll give you the moniker. We'll give them monikers as well. Thank you, direct donor Marcus Tavetin. Thank you, direct donor. Marcus. Direct donors. <laughs> Thank you. Let's go. Thank you, direct donor David Keene. Thank you, David. Thank you, direct donor David. That's a fat chunk, David. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Ah. It happened. Oh, Will's phone went off. Everybody take a shot. He did it to patron stuff, too. How could you? I'm sorry, man. They loved it. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen Clements. Clements? Thank you, Stephen. Clements. Ah, direct donor Stephen. Thank you. It's probably not Stephen. It's probably Stephen. I mean, probably. Probably. And that's the list. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. It's helping us so much. And hopefully we get this YouTube thing figured out because, dear God, we're still demonetized. Our goals are to quit our jobs and do D&D content creation full time. And we have so many fucking cool ideas and no time to execute them. And you guys going in and donating monthly is like huge support to move us forward with that. Yeah, absolutely. When we can count on a monthly income, we can make plans for the rest of our lives. And I want you to know that sincerely from the bottom of my heart, it means the world to both Will and I. Absolutely so th- does. Thanks so much. You, you really, It really does help. Um, and we really do want this very badly and are trying to figure out how to make more time to do more things. And uh, just keep an, an eye out on Patreon for more things to come. SuperQuest Omega is on its way. Uh, and that will be something going on in our Patreon that you can look out for. I'm also going to release something on Patreon uh, probably a little bit closer to the end of September. Uh, A little little teaser for what we're working on for a Patreon-exclusive show called Unhallowed. Uh, It'll be a grimdark fantasy adventure. Um, But yeah, as as stuff comes out for that, I'll I'll give you guys some sneak peeks. We have sat down for a recording. There is an introduction. Uh, It's done. Right, that's yeah. what, and that's what yeah. you're referencing. Do, well, um, oh, the introduction. Yeah, that you're talking about session zero, which we already recorded. As yes, well. that's the recording I did. Um, I did but yeah, I'm talking about well. the introduction, which is it's like the second draft. It's not the final draft. The final draft probably won't be complete until the winter, but it's close enough. It's very, very good. So we are still in pre-production for Unhollowed, but it, this is going to be a big project, and you're not going to want to miss it. So yeah, go to Patreon if you want to wait for that. That's cool too, but. Like we said, we could use the support, especially now with YouTube doing its bullshit. Yeah. Fuck them. Tweet at them or whatever. Help us out. Um, We appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. If you want to support us in other ways that don't involve money, we that's awesome. That's super awesome as well. Like just listening to the show is great. Uh, But telling people about it, spreading the word, very, very important. Um, But you can leave a Apple podcast review or a Spotify review or a review on any platform you're listening to us on. Hit that like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. We are still going to make the YouTube video, even though they hate us, and we don't know why. And uh, you can also join our Discord if you want to be more integrated into our Dungeons & Dragons Dungeon Cast-specific community that we have there. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm going to morph into Randy Savage or something. (laughs) I don't even know what's going on anymore. Um, What did I miss? TikTok? Go go to the Soch. Yeah. Go to the Soch. Yeah, we got all of them. Go to the Soch. Um, yeah, we got them. We got them. Go get them. We have an email, um, the dungeoncast@gmail.com. You can hit us up there if you want. People do quite often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to sponsor an episode, you can go there too. Anyway, we'll catch you later. Let's we'll call, call it a game. game. Talk to you guys later. Bye.
Dungeon Cast. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.